Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. As we reach the end of the season, a bittersweet point of the season, may I add. Only two games left to be played for a chance at the Super Bowl. It's conference championship weekend, so sit back and enjoy the show. All right, fellas, here we are. It is a beautiful Thursday evening. Set up to be an all-timer here. Championship Sunday ahead. Lots of big news to get to today. Um, I'd like to start with a little factoid, just the interesting little nugget. Uh, Ole Miss had A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf on the same team and did not make a bowl game. Uh, can we just take a second to acknowledge that accomplishment by Ole Miss, the University of Mississippi, catching a random stray here. But uh, that's an incredible fact. How are y'all doing today? Uh, doing pretty good. Um, just trying to get through what is going to be a fun and what you already seem to be in sliding championship week. Uh, lots of news have already been coming out. And, you know, just like today, we got the NBA All-Star list, or at least the starters, dropped on us just not too long ago. So, yeah, a lot of stuff going on. I mean, it's, a, it's an exciting weekend ahead of us, but I started thinking around probably like Tuesday this week, and I was like, oh, God, we only have two weekends full of eventful football left, and I started getting sad. So, kind of take it in this weekend. God damn, it's already near the end. Come on. <laughs> it's very sad. That is true. But I will say the bright side, this is, uh, I feel like, my opinion, maybe not everyone's, but I think this is the most interesting NBA season I can remember in like 10 years. Like this season is just bizarre. <laughs> Might be a little biased for you, honestly, Colby. Oh, of course. Yes, obviously. <clears throat> Still, just other This stuff. might be the most excited scene. Yeah, that sounds, that statement sounds about correct. Like, let's see, it was what? Alan Iverson and Carmelo was probably the last time you could have been excited about this basketball. Oh, no. AI and Carmelo didn't get out of the first round. It was uh, Chauncey Billups. They made the Western Conference Finals. That was the farthest they ever got with Melo. Lost to the Lakers. There you go. So, yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yes. But, yes, so, so much to get to. So, yeah, I guess you all want to just start with the All-Stars real quick before we get into everything with the football weekend. Just knock that out real quick. Um, yeah, let's knock it out. So LeBron, LeBron and Giannis, the captains, no surprise there. Obviously LeBron is because he gets the most fan votes like by a mile. Um, so they are the captains. The starters are Zion, Jokic, Curry, and Luka from the West. Feels like no complaints there. And then uh, Katie, Kyrie, Jason Tatum, and Donovan Mitchell from the East. Um, so Embiid, not uh, a starter. That is interesting there. But so your wait a second, your question was for Embiid, but you just glossed over Zion, even though he's missed 20 games. Yeah, but he, that that is true. But he but like he is incredible when he's out there. <laughs> like he's so good. I don't disagree with that. Well, I mean 
I mean, Embiid, I think Embiid should be on there. Don't get me wrong. I, I agree with that as well. I agree with the hesitation. Don't get me wrong. I Because I, he's a center. You read those names off for the East Co- East again. It's There's no centers. All those guys don't play center. So. Yeah. Go ahead, Cole. What do you got to say? Like, <laughs> I'm surprised that Kyrie is a starter, but I guess they have been, like, incredible. Kyrie's a starter? Yeah. Yeah. What? I guess the whole anti-Semitism didn't hurt him. In the I mean, I, I mean, in his credit, honestly, I really haven't heard much like Kyrie controversy in a bit. So. Yeah, this last one was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it can't get any worse than that last one. I feel like for him. Oh well, hang on now. He might prove us wrong. Yeah. Well, he's also in, he also has to like get a contract this off season, so that's realistically probably why he knows he can't be doing acting up too much, or no one will pay him. <laughs> uh, I feel to hear that uh, Donovan Mitchell was on that list, though. That when that when I heard that name announced, that was hype. He deserves it. He's gone crazy. Also, B didn't make it. Yeah, I guess because it's, it's like forwards and centers are like together with the slots, so it's like Giannis, no, Katie, and Tatum, which does make sense. But like, who do you leave out out of those four? Like, that's four incredible players. Um. But yeah, and oh, and they're doing it this year where they like draft them on the court, right? They're like, yeah, it's playground rules. The game. <laughs> oh, so they're, they're not dropping ahead of time. Like, it's not some what the all star game are we picking this or what? Yeah, it's like right before the tip off, they're going to pick the teams. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be playground yeah, rules. It's be lit. How, how are we figuring out the jerseys to religion? Are they bringing like each person two sets of jerseys? <laughs> Might as well. I think they had them out already on the TNT booth. I'm trying to think who should have got it over Zion. Lowry Marketing, maybe. (laughs) Uh, I think I think it was uh yeah, you had marketing. Could I mean I don't know if y'all would have put it in Sabonis. Sabonis has Um, Probably not as a starter. Yeah, I was about to say because the the argument that they were making on with TNT when they presented him, it was like it was what you said, Colby. He he is like flash, you know. He's so iconic, so good on the court. You know, he, everyone's gonna want to see him, you know, in this game. So have him as a starter. I mean, I, I I just have a problem with him being a starter. SGA, but I think he would technically be falling underneath where Curry and Doncic is. Yeah, so that was. Yeah, that one you kind of got shorted out on. I expect to see him though. He should be one of the guys that I expect to see. Andy and Aaron Fox in there. He's yeah, in there. and Fox. Yeah, at least well, someone from the Kings got to make. Someone from the Kings got to make this. Like we, we, we can't not like not recognize the Kings. We'll talk well. Kings uh, next week, but yeah, I Sabonis and Fox should both make it. Like they've been incredible as a duo. Well, you got to remember that All Star reserve list is um how many players long? Like uh, what ten? It's like no, I think it's only. Like, uh, no, I think it's I think it's ten. They do go ten reserves each side, yeah. I yeah. think. All right, so we'll, we'll go ahead and go with that. We'll go with we'll go with we'll go with ten, Colby. So right there, if you're saying Sabonis or Fox go in, that's already two spots from the West. The yeah. West, like that, that's already a hefty ask for the Kings. You know, getting one, they should be happy. <laughs> and I, I, I don't I hate to say that, but that's just that's just because it's the West you know so 
I, I don't know. I'm, I'm always – I love the All-Star break. It's the most fun time for the NBA. Everyone can finally relax, you know. Real serious oh. after. Yeah, and then, and then it's just – yeah, afterwards, it's just the basketball is just so much more intense afterwards. So it means more. And it just takes – everything goes up a notch after they – and then, of course, uh, I think you've heard of it, Colby. Maybe Aaron Gordon might be getting his bid to the uh, – to the uh, what's called dunk contest if he gets the all-star vote this year <laughs> you think he's going to get that vote to be in the all-star game or in the dunk contest? yeah to be a reserve no probably not that's what he said, he said the only way he'll participate had, is if he gets a vote he's had his like best he's had one of his best years if not his best but there's no there's way too many good players unless he's not an all-star <laughs> do you think the nugs will get another player on there besides Jokic? Probably not, man. Murray has a case, but the West is just too many guards. The guards in the West have been crazy. There's still Dame you got to think about. Oh, he missed some games. That, that has been the constant theme of the West for what I feel for the past 20 years now. Like, the guards in the West, you just cannot. You have to be top three to be It's It's ridiculous. About all these guards, like, that have a case to be all-stars. Like, it's crazy. There are so many. Do you think AD will be an all-star, Colby? Let's no. go ahead and get this out the way. Oh we gotta talk God. Lakers. We gotta talk oh Lakers. God. Hey, we gotta get this out. That, man, that man's a freaking twig. He's not. No, he's missed too many games. He shouldn't get it. He has been. Uh, Zion missed twenty games and he's on the list. He's a starter. But in Zion, yeah. I mean, he has a like. At least on the Lakers, at least Zion's likable. Anthony Davis. Has like really like gone downhill in people's favoritism so much. He's always injured. Feels bad for him, but the Lakers. Well, we'll talk plenty more Lakers on next Thursday when we do the NBA episode. But they are a potential scary like eight seed or seven seed if they sneak in, just because if they have LeBron and AD. <laughs> like, but yeah, I don't know if he'll get it or not. I think probably not, but maybe. So I guess it's possible. Oh, so look at that! You went from a you went to a hard no to a maybe just because he realized that he's on the Lakers. Yeah. I mean, it, it's the sad truth. I mean, that's what that's the that's the worst thing about it, you know. And there should I don't know. I, I I'm with you. There's some like the West is so competitive, but like going back to the East, to not have a center listed in there as for the East that kind of does stink. I I'm with Shaq. You got to have the big man represented in these games. And it, it's the tough one. And like you said, you have to kick someone out. You can't kick Tatum off because he's the number one team in the league. You know, he's pretty much representing them. And he's going off this year. All personal best, I think, in like all the major categories. Um, and I, I personally, and KD has been cooking, but you probably would have to slide. Ah, that's the worst part is do you trade off? For me, it's would you trade off KD for Embiid for that spot? And that is where it gets a little hard to say yes and no to. So what are your guys' thoughts on that? Man, that is tough. <laughs> the like the, the the depth in the East is too also just crazy at the position. Um I think it's sorry, so swap KD off for Embiid because of the injury. Like I don't think you can. KD was just KD was like an MVP conversation before he got hurt, though. Like he's playing unbelievable. KD is the type of player that I, no matter how much 
he can be a slump. That man is clutch. Like he has a knack for just hitting that dagger, and it freaking sucks. <laughs> you see the guy literally just throw, throw, take three steps from the half court line and pull up, and it's and you know it's coming too. And he's always had that like legacy of doing that, and he's a villain. But god dang, he's a good villain. Yeah, gotta have good villains. Yeah, he's playing it right now. I mean, Nets is still what top four in the East, despite his absence, and they lost like six straight or something like that. They they. The decline has been rough, but Kyrie's been playing insane these last few games. So it's a tough argument. And you got it, then you have Embiid, though, on the other side of the coin, you know, of this argument. The Sixers are playing good basketball, too. I know they're closing yeah. that gap between them. So, oh, yeah, they're up to like two, I think. Yeah, it's the Sixers, they're playing out of their mind. And, they're trying to get up to the Celtics. Well, I don't know what's going on in Boston, but I think they're all right at the end of the day just because they're the Celtics. And they're just <laughs> – it just is what it is when it comes to them. I think they're still going to choke in my opinion. But uh, as I was trying to find the stat. But, yeah, I know for a fact the Sixers are on the up right now. And it's like you have Harden, but I don't know. It's a tough argument for both guys. And it does stink that the center position's not there. And then now we're going to go into the reserves of these things. Remember, that's why I asked this. Because right away, you're going to have Embiid as a reserve. But there's so many good centers in the East and big men that are going to have like six reserve spots just for for just like the big guy. And don't get me wrong. It, it sounds likely because if you think about the Cavs, they got pretty much two <laughs> if they wanted I don't on know. there with Jared Allen. I don't know how Jared Allen's been, but you well, have Evan Mobley. Boy. But, yeah. No, you're right, though. So, Bam has been going crazy as of late. Because the heat Bam, of- yeah. Like, that is tough. A lot of good, a lot of good bigs out there. That is going to be fun to watch. Ooh, Obviously, man. there's going to be Julius Randle. <laughs> he's having a great, he has a great year. So, but hey, yeah. it's the Knicks, man. They got to have somebody up there, too. And a couple guys. But yeah. So we'll, we'll get fully into basketball there Thursday. But we do have football, the championship weekend ahead. Um, before we get into the games, though, I feel like we have to start with the big news of the day. After I, me and Jalen talked on Monday that it felt like it had been a weirdly long time like without a coach being hired. Like It seems like last year people were already getting hired by now. Um, and so the first job is filled today. Frank Reich gets the Panthers job. Um, I know we all liked that Steve Wilkes. We thought they should have given it to him. Seems like they thought about it, but I do understand wanting to get Frank Reich. I felt like he was done dirty by the Colts. He had a different quarterback every year. I still think he's a good coach. Last year was like the first bad year he had, and then Jeff Saturday took it and hanked him into the ground. So I I was hoping that they would give it to Steve Wilkes, but I do like the hire, so I think that's a good hire. I, I, I think – I was, I don't know, I actually know I, I am going to be confident in saying this, but I understand the Panthers when they didn't choose Steve Wilkes. They had opportunities to clinch the pay- playoffs at the end of the day, and he didn't really uh, pull through for them. And it, yeah, it sucks. He's an interim coach. He had that locker room going. But and we all know how this owner is. He's very aggressive, and he's very in a win-now mode. 
And when you gave him that flash and you disappointed him, I, that, that's the reason why I, I personally thought that they weren't going to roll with Steve Wilkes and everything was just because he blew a shot, you know, and knowing temper, he has a short temper. So it, it literally, it just didn't play out. And I, I don't know what the staff hall is looking like for Frank Wright because everyone's like, well, will Steve Wilkes stay as the defensive coordinator because the defense was elite, you know, it was a really good defense. And I mean, then you think about it, well, he could probably get a job site somewhere else. But I, like we mentioned at the beginning of this, Sean Payton already supposedly saying that he's sticking with Fox for another season. Um, and the job pool, I mean, we were talking about the job pool is not that to be desired if you were Sean Payton anyways. So I think Carolina's uh, best and it wouldn't have made sense for him to go to Carolina. This is the thing, because, you know, he worked at New Orleans for so long. Why would he just turn that corner and just, you know, work against them? I, I, I don't see Sean Payton being that kind of guy. Plus, Frank Wright's from the Charlotte area. So you know, they did, I think Rich Eisen did a little breakdown on it. He, he It was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. He started the first, he was the Panthers' first ever quarterback. I forgot to say that. Christian? That's what I was going to allude to. Frank was the Panthers' first every quarterback. Um, so comes full circle. But I'll play devil's advocate here a little bit. Steve Wilkes got this team out of a goddamn trash can from what Matt Rule had, essentially. And once Matt was out, Steve came in, the team started buzzing. They started winning. They had the chance there. A chance that they shouldn't have even had a chance in the first place from where they were left off. I think that should have been deserved at least a year of, you know, the actual head coach title. But, but I do see the pull that Frank pulls. Frank is a damn good coach. I'm pretty sure. I believe so. That man, that man's a, he's, he's, he's solved his offense game plan. He just had one bad year with the Colts and they just freaking blew out the match. Jim Irsay kind of radical decision. I mean, we kind of figured that out with the Jeff Saturday thing who's, in the second round of his interviews, if the Colts rehired Jeff Saturday, oh, my God. <laughs> but that's not the focus yet. Uh, but, no, the Panthers, it's going to be interesting because Steve, like Jalen was alluding, like, he, is he going to stay as the D coordinator? Like, what's his role essentially? And I think that's going to be the best move for Steve. I think Steve should go back as the coordinator. I don't think he – unless he – takes another D coordinator job elsewhere. I don't think he gets a head coaching job anywhere else besides Carolina. Carolina was his best shot. So I mean, yeah, it's kind of it's it's weird. I don't I don't know, you know, Panthers are like in a weird stage. Are they gonna stay with Sam Darnold? Are they gonna take a another QB? Are they gonna roll out with the old Miss QB they drafted last year? I already forgot his name because I mean he tore his ACL or something in preseason, if I remember. So Matt Corral, that's who it was. That's who it was. Um, so it's it's a weird it's a weird scenario. So we'll see how Carolina pays out. That is true. That's gonna be very interesting. I have some more Carolina takes that I think we'll save for a little bit later, maybe. Um, well, I'll just say real quick: if you're Frank Reich, do you prefer now that you have the Carolina job? You don't have to go into too much detail, but would you rather? go out and try to get like a veteran uh, like Derek Carr or like Jimmy G. He's really so you're not getting Brady or Rogers, which we'll talk about them. But would you rather do that or just like try to go up and draft one? You probably have to move up if you want to draft one of the good ones. Like they're going to go quick. Teams, so many teams need quarterbacks. 
Well, with this with this QB class, like I rather have Derek Carr. I'll be honest. I I'm not the biggest fan of this QB class. We have more at Matt Corral already. Give him a year, see if what he can do. You already he was a fourth fourth round pick, if I'm not mistaken. See what he can do. I mean, next year's class is going to be a lot better. I believe so. Um, so, but like I said, I, I just wouldn't want to trust any of these young QBs in this class. I don't, I'm not the biggest fan. See, for my thing is, who the only person that they have to worry about at quarterback right now in the NFC South is Desmond Ritter. That's it. That's all that. That's the biggest oh, threat. Yeah. Like, there's, yeah, I mean, for right now, I mean, we don't know what Tom Brady's future is, but we're all assuming that he's, he's not going to be there next year. He's so done. it's, if you think about it, the NFC South is literally a desert. No, no quarterbacks in sight. No people <laughs> inside. No one. Ritter like, is it, <laughs> no, it's bad. It's bad. Like, it's Desmond right Ritter backwards is, as it should be. And Desmond Ritter is like a cactus. Like you run up to it, like oh my god, it's a person. You run up to him, it's a cactus. You know, we don't even know if he's a real quarterback. We don't even, yeah, we so, don't even know if he's good or not. So it's like kind of like playing out there. I mean, if you're a QB right now that's going to enter free agency, like you, you have a like probably a seventy five percent chance of landing the NFC South. There's just you no really one there. <laughs> and depending on who, and depending on who does land there, you have like probably a sixty percent chance of making the playoffs. <laughs> so it's you know it, it's that it's so why I mean, <laughs> and I you know I like Frank Reich more than I like. Uh, forgot the guy's name in New Orleans, Dennis. I'm going to call him that because I do know Alan. that's his first name. Dennis yep, Allen. There it is. Yeah, I forgot about that, dude. <laughs> uh, I like Frank Reich more than the guy than uh, the, the guy that's pretty much been handed the job. Was it Bowles, right? He took over the job at Tampa? Yeah, Todd yeah. Bowles. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I prefer that. And um prefer right Frank right over him and uh yeah probably the only other one that's gonna be a tough game to watch and it's gonna be pretty pretty much the best one to watch is gonna be against the Falcons like I said the Desmond Ritter so if he actually turns out to be good then you might actually have yourself a challenge at hand but he's also gonna be like he was what fourth third round so uh-huh. I'm with you Christian you're not in if you're the Panthers you're not in any rush at the moment because like the competition around you isn't the best you can there's an there's an argument for you to already if you if frank reich and steve wilkes come back oh yeah if steve wilkes comes back for sure i i would say this team has a better shot to make the playoffs than falcons do but that's a bold statement for later on in the offseason no i agree with that my last thing my other take on this was going to be um i was going to save for later but just since we're talking about the division nfc south potential bidding war for Derek Carr like the Panthers Saints and Bucks because Brady's probably not coming back realistically like all three of those teams Derek Carr's gonna be like the best option out there on the market like all three of them probably like we can win this division with Derek Carr like this division sucks so like that could be great for the people of Vegas like could there realistically just be a Derek Carr bidding war between those three teams? If, if, if we had to take a, a stab at one of those three, where does Derek end up most likely? I would pick New Orleans. Just He just looks better. He looks good in the black. He, he sticks with the black. I cannot see him in Tampa colors. I can't. I just can't. It just looks ugly in my mind. I just can't look at that. 
it could work. I, I understand that actually. I understand the black and everything. So I wouldn't I wouldn't hate that honestly for him to be in New Orleans. They probably would like a I don't know if they would like him. I, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if they'll they like him, but he'll present up there. <laughs> he could be there. Yeah, he could just be there. I mean, he's better than what they have. I can tell you that right now with a half-broken back of Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton that they made us watch for the whole season. So, <laughs> If Dennis Allen I mean, they, what, out, Panthers wear black uniforms. Panthers do wear say, black uniforms. Hey, you got a point. I was going to say, I think that's a good point. I could very well see him on the Saints. I think I just like Frank Reich so much more than Dennis Allen. Like I would probably try to go to the Panthers if I was him. It's like you get a real pass rush and like you have some weapons. The line's like shaky, but you have a good left tackle. Hopefully a Quanu. Like it's improving. Hopefully, like that would be Saints, my Saints, Frank Reich. Saints fans are Saints fans are already tired of Dallas Allen's bullshit. That man's already in the hot seat for next year. Like, oh, <laughs> wait, wait, didn't, you, you, wait! Didn't Derek Carr play for Dennis Allen? You know, they, or was that pre Derek Carr when he was? Over? That might have been David Carr. <laughs> I gotta look that up. But that, yeah, like, maybe. like you just can't give us a season full of Andy Dolan and expect your fan base to like. like it just I will say come... this: <laughs> if Derek Carr ends up going to Frank Wright, they're going to be battling that veteran QB, uh, super like stigma that everyone has for Frank Wright and everything. You know how he loves to bring in his veteran QBs or a veteran QB. Everyone was already joking about how uh, Carson Wentz can join him and everything. And I think that would be hilarious, but I don't see that happening. Again? Yeah, again. I, th- I don't think that's going to happen. But also, just thinking about it, you know, he's bringing all these vets. So Derek Carr's going to have to battle against that stigma of, you know, oh, he's just another one of Frank Wright's old men playing quarterback. Watch him go get nine or nine wins and collapse in the playoffs. So it'll be interesting. We might have to save that little tad bit there. That that is for sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, there's one other hiring, but we can save that for later. Are y'all ready to get into these championship games? No, I actually want to talk about these hires. Let's knock these out because I got two in mind that I want to talk about. Colby's favorite division to talk about. The AFC East has been popping off. Okay, I was going to say that for later because the carousel, but that, that's fine. We can do it now. We don't even have enough to do the carousel yet, man. Not yet. It's a four-man ride. Four-man ride. Yeah, it's not enough. To, no, come on. Oh, I'm missing someone then, though. I am missing someone. I got three people on my list. Too credit but we'll get to that my uh so let's talk about the fun one and everything and his name is nathaniel hackett going to the new york jets as the hope is alive that aaron Rodgers can might might be leaving my division uh colby your your nightmares might be coming to, true to you over there in the afc now and even though you won't have to play him but he might be there in the playoffs or you might see him against kenny pickett and you'll realize Kenny Pickett doesn't have enough to even beat old man Aaron Rodgers. Dude, so, oh, Colby, oh, what are your oh, thoughts on the possibilities oh, of Aaron Rodgers coming oh, to the oh, New York Jets? Oh, you have one hard quarterback. Yeah, oh, poor you. Try being in the AFC with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Oh, and then you have Patrick Mahomes and uh, Joe Burrow. Like, the AFC, like, come on. We have so many supreme quarterbacks, like, that just terrorize us. Like, Rodgers is going to be the least of our concerns. He's in the Jets. Like, we'll play him once. 
Mike Tomlin can beat him. I believe it. Kenny Pickett, he's going to be the best player in Pittsburgh at the quarterback position. So, yeah, I'm not – no, I'm not afraid of Rodgers going to the Jets. It would be kind of cool, but I'm not afraid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Christian, your thoughts? Any freezing cold takes, if you're listening on here, to really just screen grab what Colby just said, that totally won't bite him in the ass. It totally won't. <laughs> but um, also Ro- Rogers is gone. Rogers is gone. I'm fully convinced now. Like I think, I think Green, Green Bay fans are also they kind of already done with Aaron. Um, and with you know the closing things he's been saying, it's kind of just been on repeat, and I don't blame him, but. It's just time to move on. It's it's best for both parties to just move on. Jordan Love has he's about to enter his fourth year, and he hasn't even he started like two games on like both in like one random game that Aaron Rodgers got hurt. We we don't really know. If Jordan and Aaron Rodgers is, had COVID. <laughs> like, like we don't know if Jordan Love can play. So I think it's best to honestly part ways because. The thing is also about Jordan Love, I think you have to pick up his fifth-year option before the beginning of the season. Yeah. Like, what do you do there? Like, you're, you don't know if this guy is something. So, I think it's just time best for Green Bay to move on. A-Rod to – it's a good situation for him in New York, I think. They have a good defense. They have weapons. It's it's just good. And Nathaniel Hackett's there. Nathaniel Hackett. Awful head system, coach. You know. Awful. Awful head coach. But there are, you know, people that make that transition to head coach, and they're not good at head coach, but they're a good coordinator. And I think Hackett, you know, he's a solid coordinator. He got Ray Rogers back-to-back MVPs. So I think it's just it just makes sense on all parties. However, the thing I don't agree with is that Aaron Rodgers is a first-round pick worthy. I think Aaron Rodgers is a second- or third-round pick. First-round pick? I don't think so. The age is up there, and they're asking for two first-round picks. Hold your horses there. I agree with that. Uh, yeah, Jets are desperate, though, so they're going to give him at least one. Yeah, I was going to say, it's the Jets. If it, if he does end up becoming a Jet, that would be something they would do. And but uh, Also, would they would they include Zach Wilson on that trade and send Zach Wilson no. to Green Bay? Yeah, and like Zach Wilson in the green no. and yellow? And no. he just, ignore that, just ignore all that locker room drama? Zach no, Wilson is going to yeah. be like, he's not going to be going anywhere. Including maybe you mean, t- t- you mean to tell me you're gonna have a QB room full of Mike White, Zach Wilson, and Rodgers in January? Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is not gonna be playing, bro. Fans yeah. Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen the announcement. The retirement. Two Super yet, Bowl so. rings, one locker room, all that championship pedigree. Too much ego. <laughs> this two Super Bowls worth for QB room. <laughs> Dude, that QB room would be one of the best in the league. That's funny. I do agree uh, with what you said, though, also, Christian. Like, Hackett, he did get – was the OC when Blake Bortles went to the AFC Championship. Uh, other than that, he was bad in Jacksonville, but he had that one good year as the OC. Um, it is also if Aaron Rodgers doesn't end up on the Jets, but I do think it's probably is best for both parties – like if the Packers can get rid of him now while he still has some value, even though he's a horrible contract. And like, I do think the Jets would be like, realistically, the places he would get traded, it's probably the best situation for him to have a chance of winning because of the defense and some of the weapons. So I think that part of it does make sense. But if not, like, 
bravo to Nat Hackett by getting two great jobs by just being like, hey, if you can hire me, you might get Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> you do have to worry that it might be an Adam Gates scenario where <laughs> the QB was carries the entire way, just like how Adam Gates and Katie Manny didn't carry that thing. That was not Adam Gates. That was not, Adam Gates had nothing to do with that offense and becomes a head coach. Obviously, he was an awful head coach and still was pretty awful after that. So that is the small worry that the Jets have to have. I don't know. When you, I, I was with you guys, you know, like you guys were saying, like responsibilities are going to be dropping off for him. I, I think that'll help him out. So, and he, he won't be taking any of the heat, you know, he, all that big decisions to make on defense and talking about locker room stuff. And that's all going to be on Sala. So, he just has to worry about drawing plays and make sure the guys get the ball right. So, all right. Do everyone get their uh, Jets Jets talk out of them? Because we got one more AFC East fun team to talk about. I'll just say and... it would be hilarious if Aaron Rodgers literally went to the Jets just like Brett Favre did. That would be so funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then no, he, that's, that's what I... <laughs> he leaves and joins the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what our uh, residentary uh, Jets fans' Vegas nightmare is: is that he doesn't the exact far move. So, so far, so so far, so good for those nightmares. What folks. year? What year did uh Favre get? Like, how many years deep was Rogers in when Favre got traded? Was th- was it three or four? I think three, four. I think it was. I think it was like the exact time as Jordan Love is now. Pretty sure. Hey, threes are beautiful. Yeah. Hey, maybe, maybe. I don't know if he's going to take the same action and go to Minnesota. I, I think he has more of a, more of a divisional. I, I think he cares more about all of his appearance than that. And that's why he's going to go to New York. But we'll see. Um, Bill O'Brien to the New England Patriots. Just going to slam the door on this one for you guys because it looks like, and I hate to say this, folks, the Patriots are interesting again, guys. Um. Talks have already been about D-Hop. Obviously, probably not going to happen because the way things ended for him last time. But if for those of you that don't know, D-Hop was the one that was uh, ready to leave the door. And he traded him with no hesitation. Um, for one of the worst trades in NFL history. Yeah, really, really set the Texans back for a little bit. But um, Texans are the Texans. And Bill O'Brien just shook that off and became a Patriot. They're interesting again, Colby. In the team, in a division where the AFC East is getting a little shaken up right now because the Bills lost in such a devastating fashion, do you think the Patriots' consistency will help them out this time? I agree. No, yeah, like the Patriots, I agree that they're. I don't know if they're super interesting, but they're definitely more interesting than they were. Like this isn't really a shocker. You know, Belichick only likes people that he likes and wants to hire them, so he wasn't going to go and get some random new guy. That he'd never worked with before. But Bill O'Brien is certainly has an offensive coordinator. As long as he's not the GM, like he's fine. He wasn't a great head coach, but like he was solid before they made him the GM, before he had to before he started screwing himself over by being the GM. <laughs> um so like it makes sense. And I ask him to do that. Not like an elite hire, like but if I agree if they do like go out even if it's not D hop, but like I feel like they do have to go be aggressive and try to get like a big time receiver. If they can do that, like, yeah, I think they could be in the playoffs in the AFC realistically. Like, because Mac Jones, like, yes, he's a dirty player. And, like, don't love him. I don't think he's great by any stretch. But I don't think he's, like, 
as bad as uh, he looked at times this year. Like, I think he's with a good offensive coordinator or at least a decent one, better weapons. Like, he can be fine. Like, I wouldn't give up on Mac Jones. one that's not a defensive coordinator? Yeah. So, like, I that was horrible play calling. So, I like it. I do think the Patriots are more viable. I highly disagree with both of y'all. The Patriots stank. They stank. Mac Jones stinks. They're all offensive line stinks. Their wide receiver room stinks. They ain't going to change. Bill Bryan is not going to come in here and change Mac Jones. That dude is garbage. You're not gonna know. I I fully am convinced <laughs> nothing's gonna change. Zero percent chance unless they have somehow get a wide receiver. I don't think the Andre Hopkins will come just because of Bill O'Brien. How that left off essentially. I I simply just don't see New England as an appealing place right now just because you have a crybaby at quarterback um, that thinks he lost his leg due to a high ankle sprain. Um, that one photo always makes me laugh every time. Uh, but nope, I highly disagree. I think the Patriots are still the Patriots of this decade. Well, those are those are my three little headlines. Colby, you said four. So who are you giving a little credit to before we go into the oh, games? No, I was saying four quarterbacks, like Karras in the carousel. Um, oh, you're talking about quarterback yeah. carousel. We'll, we'll get to that. Jalen, so you were saying. Uh... Did have uh, Dan Quinn. So. Yes. Yeah, Christian reminded us right before we wrap this up, Dan Quinn staying with the Cowboys. Um, I guess this is the little big NFC NFC news that I missed. But uh, I guess, it's, you know, in my opinion, I think I've said this in our group chat. And I think uh, I think that, and I saw this also. Someone said that the Cowboys are playing like Marvin Lewis's Bengals and everything where they're going to be pretty much satisfied with making the playoffs and then just losing every year in some sort of odd fashion that we just keep seeing. And if that becomes their normal thing, I mean, we all, we could just be used to it, you know, and I'm okay with that. I feel like as if you're a Cowboys fan, you're so used to not making the playoffs that you finally just got your first playoff win. Like they should have had, they should have probably celebrated that if you were a Cowboys fan. You should have probably celebrated beating Tom Brady in the playoffs. You know, you probably should have had that parade. So I, I really do think they should have had that parade. But no. I, in the end of the day, it, I, I understand Dan Quinn. Like I, like we mentioned at the beginning of this, the hires aren't the best. You know, the, these locations aren't the best. And Dan Quinn, uh, if he he used to coach. He would go to a, an ideal situation. I don't think most of these were ideal, and especially if he knew about the Frank Reich hire, which I think he probably already did. I don't know if he would have actually done it if he would have gone to the Panthers as well, because you know he was a fa- he was an Atlanta guy. So, and that's just my thing. I don't know if coaches do that type of thing where they just switch the vit- when they like switch jobs in the division, you know. But man, what are your guys' thoughts on Dan Quinn's thing? I mean, it's good for the Cowboys; their defense would be good. Doesn't it doesn't really solve the question on offense, but what are you guys' thoughts? I think it's a smart move, honestly. I really do. I think it's just like Dan Quinn's already done to help help um, head coaching experience. He's doing a solid job as the D coordinator right now in the Dallas Cowboys. Like, yeah, your team may not ever touch the NFC championship game. It's twenty seven years and counting. 
Oh, no, actually, no. <laughs> I think uh, 13. I might be exaggerating a little. But still, it's it's a really good gig. Like, you, like there's some times where you do look at these OCs and PCs that make the move to head coach. You kind of wonder, like, you had a great gig, but it's understandable for those coordinators that have never had that head coaching job. Oh, yeah, take that job. Yeah, go ahead and do that. But if you've done if you've done it before, like and you're doing good at it, man, just keep pounding away. <laughs> so you're not being put your head on a stake the minute you do bad as a head coach. So yeah, I think I think that's I think it's a good move, by Dan. Cold thoughts. I mean, yeah, I agree with all of that. I do agree they're not the best jobs, and like it does make sense. He has a nice gig as a coordinator. Um, I do think we're maybe giving Dan Quinn a little bit too much credit right here. I don't. There's also the possibility that none of these teams wanted to hire Dan Quinn. Um, yes, there was rumored that he was a top candidate, but maybe they weren't going to give him these jobs anyway. And so he's like, you know what? I withdraw my name from the process. I'm not sure. Maybe not. Like he was one of the candidates. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with that. Like it makes sense for him to go back. I'd be very interested to see who winds up taking these jobs. Well, Cole, we oh. do have one big announcement that was announced, and we completely forgot as well. Um, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that Christian reminded me about Dan Quinn, because of good coordinators staying with their organizations, it's always good to recognize that Matt Canada is still staying with the Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> making Colby a very happy man, <laughs> and this offense will keep on doing what they've been doing. Hey, man. <laughs> Colby, thoughts on Matt Canada. Okay, I have a realistic outlook on it. I'm like, yes, obviously I'm not River psyched. Your horn. I'm not psyched about Matt Canada being there. I wish they would have hired someone different and like more fun and smarter obviously who's better at their job and doesn't call dumb plays all the time and run the wide receiver sleep sweep like every play and uh do other weird stuff but i understand why they kept him because realistically you just had went through the whole process of developing a rookie quarterback and like you played a lot better the second half of the year like, you really want to just make him learn a whole new system now in his second year? Like, maybe give it one more year. It's obviously not great. I wish they would have hired someone, but I understand it. And, like, second half of the year, they were playing better. That Browns game was probably Matt Cannon's best game. He ended on a high note. They had almost 30 points in that game. Like, and pick, pick – Almost up, 30. Pick oh, my God, almost 30. Pick oh, just Christian, saying compared Christian. to what they were. I'm not saying that's great, but the I'm just saying – Colby's like, like – I'm saying artist to really like it's not ideal. I'm not saying it's ideal for confirm himself that this is still good. <laughs> I'm just telling you, Kenny Pickett saved his job. Even the internet, the internet had hold. What? <laughs> oh, Colby. See, you 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 were breaking in and out like that entire time, and I was like, that's probably <laughs> the world telling Colby dead. <laughs> Yeah, that is not the answer right now. That could have not better been better timing by your internet. was <laughs> cutting out. Oh man! Oh, poor what did you even oh, hear? Man. Oh, well, Cole, we got the main gist of it, Colby. All right, because you were got <laughs> the main gist of it. I'll tell you that much. Um, it's just I just love poking at it, Cole, because he's no, Christian. I don't know if you were here for it, but. Now we get to throw Kenny Pickett, since Colby likes to say the second-year QB thing. 
Kenny Pickett's gonna be compared to Brock Purdy for dude. I, yeah, right now he's not. Oh, even the, I'm not. And guess what? Desmond Ritter is gonna be in his second year in his system as well. And so is Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones. If Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins so, could be Kenny, Kenny Pickett's dad almost. Come on, be, but like Brock, Brock Purdy's Brock Purdy's Kirk already a confirmed better QB than Kenny Pickett. Oh, he's not. Give me a break. Dude, he, Brock Purdy's in the offensive award. Who's not? Kenny is not in that cut. Yeah, Kenny's not in that race. Brock Purdy is rookie of the year talk right now. Okay. Realistically. Ooh, yeah. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah. Come on. Like, yes, Brock Purdy had a better year. He's also on the Niners. Okay. What do you think would happen? Tell me, honestly, without trying to just bust my balls, what do you think would happen? If you put Brock Purdy on the Steelers and you put Kenny Pickett on the Niners, you still think it would look like this? No, I can absolutely guarantee you Kenny Pickett would have them exactly where they are right now, maybe with an even more higher ceiling, and the Steelers would be abysmal. <laughs> it's like, well, come on, have... one guy has Kyle Shanahan it's telling him, hands. and the other one has Matt Canada. Like, no, come on. Well, that, that, was, that was my first thought when I – I, when I saw the finalists for the rookie of the year for off the rookie year, and I saw Brock Purdy and not Kenny Pickett, I was like, "Oh, I'm bringing this to the podcast." I know. <laughs> oh man, that was that was gold too. The fact that the the media put put Brock Purdy up there with what six games, six games, and everyone Seven. already everyone agrees that he's a better quarterback. He's the best quarterback in his class. It's better. I mean, geez, not everyone agrees. By the way, crazy. everyone agrees. Okay. Yeah. Ask any of the uh, yeah analysts on TV, any of the smart people who scout talent. Who's I don't know, man. Kenny Pickett. I don't know, man. He puts up what thirty points a game. Besides that Dallas game, he's on the, the Niners. Right he's on the Niners. Come on now. Kenny, how how do you feel on. that he's now going to be forever compared to Brock Purdy? Oh, he's not. <laughs> yeah, like Kenny Pickett's going to be stuck with him for life, Cole. Well, how, how do you think Malik Willis feels? Malik yeah. Willis, Malik, Malik Willis. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The guy's compared him to is overhyped okay. quarterback. Yes. Come on, come on. No, y'all are ridiculous. Okay, come on. First of all, Malik yeah. Willis cannot throw a pass longer than 10 yards. Are Malik Willis and Desmond. The other person that people thought they would draft was Malik Willis. And Desmond Ritter, I completely forgot about that already. Already. We mentioned him earlier in the show. Last player pick, and he's on the Niners. And you're saying it's going to stick with him forever. Yeah, if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl, like, yes, that will always be a crazy thing, and that will stick with him forever. And if he goes on to be Kurt Warner or Brady, then yeah. But there's also a chance that Brock Purdy – no, like, love the guy, but I guarantee I've watched more of watched him play more than you have. There's also a chance that he like does very poorly against the Eagles, loses, and then Trey Lance is the starter next year. It's very possible. No, they've they already confirmed Purdy's starter next year. They've confirmed it. I don't know. About that. <laughs> they confirmed it. They confirmed it. I don't know if that's a guarantee. I hope so. I think they confirmed it. The, the reports <laughs> came out. They confirmed. Okay. Purdy is starter next I'm year. still not worried. Like, Purdy's on the Niners. Like, I still think Kenny Pickett's a better player. And Kenny Pickett will have a longer like, career as a starter. Well, it doesn't matter Cole. about being a better player, Colby. Yeah. We say the same thing about Josh Allen. He's an amazing quarterback. But he's not a better quarterback than Joe Burrow. Now we That's know that. That's completely different. And if Why? Is it because if- he's on the Bengals? I mean, the Bengals were the laughing stock of this for like half a century. Yes, and Brock Purdy's on the Niners. Are we saying that because? And if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl, like you, you can't win the argument compared to Kenny until Kenny wins the Super Bowl. 
because the Super Bowl is the biggest argument in the goddamn world. Okay, that's true yeah, in cool. a sense, but like, that's, would you rather have Dan Marino or Nick Foles? Nick Foles. Nick Foles. We already know what Nick, Nick Foles, Foles did. Shut Nick up! Foles Come on, Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. Ever heard? Dan Marino's a loser. He's never won a Super Bowl. Like I'm, I'll take Nick Foles. Y'all are wild. Come on. I'm not. No. Kenny Pickett will be better. Brock Purdy, yes, that will always stick with him, especially if he wins the Super Bowl. But I still think Pickett is going to be a better player long term. Uh, uh, okay, cool. So let's thing. see. Brock Purdy's only played what? Looking at it right now. Just, just let's see. One, two, three. Brock Purdy's been great. Five he's games. Five games. Run. He's had an amazing run. I'm rooting for him. I hope he wins the whole thing. That'd be crazy. But, like, come on. Pickett is better. Last thing on that, I did get to the stats from earlier. Uh, Dennis Allen's had a brief overlap. His last year coaching was Derek Carr's rookie year. And then they fired him after Carr's rookie year. And they went 3-13. and So a little bit of not the best history between <laughs> Dennis Allen and Derek Carr from what we were so, saying earlier. <laughs> unfinished Damn. business is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Water under the bridge, yeah. <laughs> Long while ago. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Okay. So, yes, now are we ready to get into these games? Yeah, I was just double checking to make sure we got any bigger news, but uh, we, we haven't heard anything else, so I think we're good to go. There's a lot of news, yes. Okay, Championship Sunday, 3 o'clock on Fox. Two just juggernaut rosters. These are the most complete rosters in the league. I think most people would agree. So if you're not – take the quarterback position out of it. These are the two best rosters in the league. Niners at the Eagles. Eagles, Niners 13-4, Eagles 14-3. and Vegas thinks these are going to be tight. They're both close to pickums. Eagles are two and a half point favorites. I'll let you go first. All right. Well, uh, I guess uh, as NFC representative, I'll take the reins on this one. As the Eagles are two and a half point favorites, and I hate both these teams with the burning passion of a thousand <laughs> suns. But if I had to choose one thing and one thing only. At this point, the only thing I'm picking is my passion for Colby's hate about Brock Purdy. And I have a strong feeling that Colby's going to go to the Eagles. So I'm going to go ahead and support Brock Purdy in his time of need as he goes to Lincoln Lincoln Financial. And uh, I'm going to go – because this is about to be the biggest game of his career. Um, He's going to go over there. He's going to end all those Philly fans' hope. And uh, he's going to be the most Mr. Irrelevant quarterback we've seen since Kurt Warner. And we're always going to be talking about how the entire league just skipped over him and how they just drafted quarterbacks like Kenny Pickett before him. And uh, I, I really do think, though, the 49ers, they're going to give the Eagles a challenge. Now, outside of Brock Purdy, I really do think they're going to give the Eagles a challenge, something that the Eagles haven't seen um, in a while <laughs> because they have played the Giants. They blew them out in stellar fashion last week. And then they beat the C-Squad before going into the playoffs. So the Eagles are going to have a bit of a wake-up call, I think, when the 49ers come to town, despite having home field advantage. So, and I hate I hate picking the 49ers, but I will be taking the, the 49ers plus two and a half. I think our, like people around the NFL that hate the Niners, that they, they, you just can't argue that you just cannot you – it's just something about a rookie going to the Super Bowl that you have to root for. It's it's just that it's just awesome to see, especially Mr. Irrelevant. Like <laughs> this is straight out of like a movie plot. 
and it's awesome to see, and it would be an awesome storyline. Like it, it generally would be. This is going to be a, a this 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 is my favorite matchup, honestly. Like I'm really excited for both of these teams. Jalen did lose earlier. The Eagles really haven't had tough competition. This, this is like, the Cowboys are probably the only team they face in the regular season that was like near the end. Probably gave them a run for the money, but other than that, I don't. I don't think it's been really like that challenging for them. So this might be a change of pace. Uh, 49ers are balling, dude. They're buzzing. They're buzzing. And this is a really hard decision because, like, part of me really wants to root for Philadelphia because I will be in Philadelphia Super Bowl weekend. That was not planned, but like, that'd be awesome to kind of, you know, be there in the Philadelphia streets on the top, like, pole on fire, you know, everything. But <laughs> damn, I love Brady. I really do. But I think the Eagles pulled us out, though. I think. And I'm I'm gonna have to go with the Eagles here, even though I have the 49ers in my Super Bowl pick. I just oh, something tells me something tells me this ends in an ugly fashion that Brock throws a pick and it's, uh, I don't want it to happen. I'm hoping wrong. I'm hoping wrong. All right, Colby. You have the tiebreaker. Floor is yours. Okay, so much to say in my response. Oh my <laughs> so much to get to right here. All right. So first of all, you're all I know are gonna no, y'all think I hate Brock Party for some reason. I don't. I'm pulling for him. Like you said, Jalen, I just like I'll believe it when I see it, like that it lasting this much. To Christians, like one of the one point you made that y'all both made actually about yes, the Eagles haven't played anyone in a while. Okay. Well, funny you should mention that. Let's go back and look at the uh, Niners, uh the Niners uh murderers row of opponents that the Niners have played. Because you say, who is the, oh, the Eagles, the best team they like played was the Cowboys. Well, that's also the best team that the Niners have played in quite some time. Let's let's go back through here and take a little stroll uh, down the San Francisco 49ers uh, recent schedule here. So, yes, they beat, yeah, beat the Cowboys. Good. They beat the Geno Smith, Cinderella Seahawks. Real good job. That's that's pretty tough. That's a division tough. opponent. Division uh, opponent. Division opponent. Division yeah, opponent. Like, that's respectable. Yep. Um. Yeah, before that, they played the <laughs> man. Oh, here we go. They played the Cardinals with um, I I don't even know. I think it was David Blau or Trace McSorley. They played the Jared Stidham yep. Raiders, almost lost. They played. Hey, don't sleep on that, man. Jared Blau. <laughs> they played the half of a Heineke, half of a Wentz Commanders in that bizarre game where Matt Matt Ron Rivera. Put Carson Wentz in for some. The, com- the commies were on a hot streak before that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. but still, then they played the you Seahawks, and the ghost of Tom Brady, and then the Dolphins was a pretty good win because they still had two, but that was Tom a Brady. And then they played the Saints. They beat them 13-0. Cardinals also terrible. They destroyed them. You have to go all the way back to the Chargers in like week i mean that is a great win the commanders is their best win and it was the weird game where they pulled wentz so let's not act like the niners have been taking out juggernauts every week do remember the chiefs did rip them up when they had played the chiefs not saying the eagles are the chiefs just throwing that out there but i know it's tough because i do pull i am pulling for brock like i'm rooting for him to win and I picked I Niners Bengals Super Bowl. My Super Bowl pick is the only one alive, by the way, because y'all picked your teams, which I respect. Oh, but come on, we have to. Have <laughs> All fun. right, we get it. You're here. You, you, I'm, sorry that we had, I'm sorry that we had hope. 
So sorry that we had hope, Cole. In that, no, I respect it. I understand. Like, I have no problem with that. I could talk, would have talked myself into the Steelers winning, not the Super Bowl, but like a game maybe if they were in. Um, but anyways, so I did pick the Niners to be in the Super Bowl, but I, I have to go with my gut. I think the Eagles are going to win. Um, Brock had his worst game by far against the Cowboys last week. And this is going to be a environment unlike no other. This is a great defense. The other team has the best line in football to deal with your scary defense. They have just as good a roster as you. The only team in the league, really, that can say that. You're on the road at Philadelphia. It's going to be cold. And, you know, I hope, Jalen, you can hear me, right? Yeah, of course. Because, you know, I wasn't going to do this. But then you were so mean to me about Brock Purdy being better than Kenny Pickett. Oh, good Lord. So now I'm going to have to do this to you. I seem to recall hmm, another instance. It doesn't appear that it was very long ago, maybe some hints of years ago on a twy moon, right? There was another quarterback, and he was, you know, Mr. Irrelevant, disrespected. This quarterback was, wasn't even drafted. He didn't even get that much respect. And he was having an old Cinderella run, and he had won all oh, so many games. He was awesome. They were the high seed. They're coming off a crazy win. And they were playing the NFC Championship game in Philadelphia uh, in this same kind of atmosphere. And it didn't go too well, if I, if I remember, for that guy and that team. So that's what Brock Purdy's walking into this week. I Realistically, I think it's pretty close. The Niners are loaded. Um, they're better than that Vikings team, no disrespect. But, like, that was still a great Vikings team. And, like, this is going to be an environment like no other for Brock Purdy. If he wins this, he can definitely win the Super Bowl. Um, but this is going to be a tall ask. And I, because, yes, it was the Giants, but the Eagles, the thing that my biggest concern with the Eagles, honestly, was how's Jalen Hurts going to look with the shoulder last week? He looked fine. He's fine. They're all good. They looked like they didn't week all season. Lane Johnson is also back. So because they're healthy now, like, I take the Eagles. I do have I do have a worry with Lane Johnson though. Lane Johnson was literally like limp in every single play. He didn't allow <laughs> so pressure. Is, he didn't he allow pressure. Which pressure. Is, dude's tough as nails. I I shout out him, but that limp has me worried a little. All right, Cole. I'm not going to sit here and just let you compare Case Keenum to the <laughs> Brock Purdy. Um, Brock Purdy hasn't had a game like Case Keenum has where he had to just throw it up for the last second of the game and win off a miracle. Um, That was the only reason why Case Keenum was playing against the Eagles was because he won by a miracle. Um, So, and Brock Purdy hasn't put himself in that situation at all, actually. And uh, the worst game, the worst game that he has had was even against the Cowboys. It wasn't even against the Cowboys. That was his worst game. His worst game was against the Dolphins. Where he went, which was his first game, he had only two hundred and ten. I'm saying like his run since he's been the starter, though. Last week, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That was the start of his run. Was Miami? Miami was the start of his run. So I, I don't think this was the the Cowboys. Cowboys weren't the worst one, and the Cowboys had a better defense than Miami, if I'm correct. So we all can agree here that the Cowboys presented a Super Bowl like defense, and Brock Purdy stood up to the challenge. 
So, and last I checked, I don't think he threw any interceptions in that game. As a matter of fact, he doesn't throw any interceptions this entire postseason. No interceptions at all. So, don't put Case Keenum's name anywhere close to Brock Purdy. (laughs) That is the only thing I had to say about that whole take, is that Brock Purdy is in a whole other element. I do think Purdy is a little better. He is Mr. Irrelevant right now, Colby, and we're going to keep it that way because who knows? He might stay irrelevant. But right now, he ain't Case Keenum. And Case Keenum is for sure not him. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. But, I mean, I don't – I just think it's going to have to compare it. I'm just saying my whole point with that is, like, no disrespect to Rock Party. I love him. Pull him for it. But I just think he's walking into a buzzsaw. Like, the Eagles, this is as hard of a matchup as he could possibly have, realistically, to have to go to the Super Bowl. Colby's going to be in a corner when the Niners lose. And Colby's like, yes. Fuck, fuck that guy. God damn it. Right, Kenny's, I know, that's Kenny's better. Kenny's <laughs> better. I'm just giving objective emotions. He's going to be looking in a mirror, just telling him shirtless, hitting himself in the chest. Kenny's better. Kenny's better. That's what I'm going to say. Kenny wouldn't have done that. That's what he would have said. Kenny wouldn't have done that. That's what it's going to be, man. It's going to be like this for the next 10 years. Or as, eh, We'll give it five. Well, I don't know how long Kenny's going to last. I want to say 10. Oh, we'll Kenny is the one you don't think is going to last long? Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, five is, a safe, five is a safe number. <laughs> I said 10 at first, but five is a safe number. Yeah, I'm just saying I don't think Kenny's going to be the one to lose his job first. Well, if he loses, if this guy gets to a Super Bowl, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, if he wins the Super Bowl, that obviously changes things, but he hasn't yet. Okay. I think that's all we have on this game. Should we get to the uh, Clash of the Titans? Uh, Yeah, I I got the Christian guy anymore to say about the Eagles or 49ers. Nope, I'm I'm ready, excited for that game. Yeah, these are both going to be great. All right, so the line on this next one has shifted all week based on Mahomes' ankle health. Uh, so it's currently at Chiefs minus one. Well, so basically a pick em. Uh the against the Bengals. I mean, Burrow-Mahomes, rematch of last year. What more can you say? I think at this point, and I don't know if Christian would agree with me, but I think most people would agree at this point that it's the two best quarterbacks in football. I think pretty undisputedly at this point. Who who you, who do you think is better than Joe Burrow, realistically? Oh, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kenny's better than Joe. Well, yeah, that's probably true. But, like, Kenny hasn't Ooh, hit his ceiling yet. That's Kenny's a rough ceiling, ass, man. Kenny. A little higher. No, I'm kidding. Of course he's not better than Joe. Joe's the second-best quarterback in the league. I don't think it's really that close. Um, If he wins this game... He could have a shot. I don't think he would be better than Mahomes, but he has he currently has the throne if he wins the AFC two years in a row. This feels like an all-time classic, but I like the Bengals, man. I've liked them. I've picked them all year. I had them at the top of my power rankings. I'm like these last this whole back half. I said I believe, so I'll keep that half of my Super Bowl pick consistent. I'll take the Bengals to stun him again in KC again. Shock the world. Joe Cool under pressure. Think the Bengals uh they win it. 
All right. Well, shout out to uh, my favorite band bandwagon fan out there, uh, Lou. Uh, I know you're not listening, but if you do, uh, I do take note of when you put on that Joe Burrow jersey that you just recently bought. And uh, I would like to say that bandwagon has been pretty comfy, huh, Lou? Uh, but I don't blame you. Your Falcons have been struggling. But back to the Chiefs. That's why I'm rocking my Mahomes jersey, everybody. We believe in people. And when we do, we invest early. I had Mahomes on his second season. And I had him in fantasy football. And he won. He gave me my first top four <laughs> uh, finish in fantasy football. And ever since then, I've rocked this jersey. It was the same year he won his Super Bowl. And actually, no, I think it was MVP and then Super Bowl for him. Because I don't think he did it at the same time. But... I'll be riding with the one-legged man this year. And I am all about watching the Mahomes ankle watch. I don't know if anyone else is all about it, but I have been watching every show, going from Rich Eisen to First Things First to Undisputed, uh, freaking First Take. I, I love, I'm eating it up. Everyone's just zooming in. It's funny when everyone's just zooming in on how this man's walking after his interviews. I just think it's hilarious because, like, now, like, I think it was yesterday he took the steps. Today he skipped over the steps and landed on, on set ankle. It, it's it's amazing. It's an amazing watch for everyone. I hope you guys get to come back and root for my homes. Um, but just be, outside of quarterbacks and everything, I think this Chiefs defense is going to be putting in the pressure that we didn't see against the Bills. Um, this defense, I think the Chiefs defense is ranked top five in a lot of categories, um, if not most. So I would go ahead and I'm pretty much saying that the Chiefs defense will come out there, give them a challenge, but also hopefully take some of that pressure off from uh, from good old Mahomes. Cause, and the other thing is I better see some of the name Pacheco or what is it, McKinnon, anybody to get a good rushing. I hope they're going to be on Christian's do list because the Chiefs running back core needs to show up for the for Mahomes to win this game. And that's how I'm putting it as. <clears throat> so, I have never, in my years of watching football, I have never seen a team try to cry baby their way into the underdog narrative. These, the, the fan base, that whole team, I've never seen anyone literally try to force themselves to be like, oh, we're the underdogs and all that. You know, we're crying all over the goddamn place. Oh, if they better get your refunds. Oh, the NFL trying to reach forward NFL's playing. Like, shut up. Shut up. Like, they're talking way too much for a team to be literally whining their way into that underdog narrative. Like, I, I don't understand it. Eli Apple has pretty much won the Super Bowl this week. Like, from what, if you look at his Twitter, um, it's totally not going to backfire him. It's totally – that guy does not get burnt. It is totally not going to happen to him at all by Marcus Baldis-Scantley. It's totally not going to happen this week. The, like, and I – with the Chiefs, I truly believe Chris Jones is the most underrated defender in the entire league. I believe that man does not get the credit he deserves because he's had, I believe, 15-plus sack seasons and four or three seasons, right? And no one one talks about it at all. 
Frank Clark, also another one that no one talks about as well. These guys have a way better defense than what the Bills put up. The Bills completely shot their pants and stuff. Josh Allen, not elite. I'll say it right now. Josh Allen's not elite. He's just going to be another Phillip Rivers. It's yeah, the bottom of the that's, and that's and I truly believe it. He's just going to be. They're always going to be there, and just never win the big one. And I think I mentioned it at the beginning of the playoffs. The Super Bowl winner at the beginning, the Super Bowl favorite at the beginning of the season, has not won the Super Bowl since I believe the two thousand four Patriots or wherever the Patriots got their second Super Bowl. So <laughs> that was out there. My only worry, my only worry in this game is the MVP curse. And it's something we kind of forgot about. Patty is going to get the MVP. Like, it's it's just, it's going to happen. Like, we all know that. I'm afraid of the curse. I'd rather hit it him during the Super Bowl rather than this week. I, I, want, I want these Bengals out so goddamn bad. Because, like, they have it, – it, it, truly annoys me like their fan base on the way they handled it the Mark situation just being so disrespectful towards it just making them all about themselves when we literally had a player almost die on the field but no let, let's make the Bengals. let's make it all about ourselves on this situation all about like no so i will be taking the chiefs here and the chiefs will finally get the monkey off their back it's it's due that is the hypothetical thing the thing that I have preached all season in my parlays, they are due. 3-0 against the Chiefs, you're bound to lose. And so I cannot wait till it happens. In Arrowhead, Patty Mahomes goes to another Super Bowl. And, and Patty's also, I feel like we, we underestimate his greatness. It, it, it truly gets lost in the sense sometimes. I, I And it's at first when he won the Super Bowl, it was getting a little over it. And then it kind of died down. And now we're at the situation too as well. Andy Reid. Andy, let me talk about Andy real quick. Andy, Andy is another one that I feel gets disrespected as well. Andy does not get the credit he deserves, and everyone just, you know, kind of gives the credit to the players. You have to think about it. Andy Reid has won 10 plus playoff games with two teams. That is insane. And just the systematic thinking behind this man, the way the players speak about him. Truly amazing about him. Like Andy Reid, you can arguably say is the second best head coach in NFL history. And I'm on all I'm all aboard on it. I am. Who would you say, Colby? Chuck Noll or Bill Walsh? They both have like Bill Chuck Noll has four rings. Bill Walsh has five. Probably Bill Walsh, realistically. I I think there. I don't disagree that he's like a Hall of Famer and a legend. To say, but come on, like, there are some like two locations, though. It's just the two locations fact that it keeps driving me like the man. He went to the Super Bowl with the Eagles. No, his his longevity is crazy. He's really the only one that has a career like that. Yeah, he is one of one. Well, he's guaranteed top five. I will say that he's guaranteed top five. Yeah, I would, I would agree to that. I think he's probably wouldn't break his stance. I wouldn't break your stance if he. If, if you think if about he, it, if you, I wouldn't break your stance if he sticks with Mahomes as long as we think he might. Who knows? I think. I think realistically, Andy so. probably has like five seasons left. I would say he's getting up there in age, and he's he's mentioned before. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, I was about to say, I feel like five is a big ask for him. Yeah. And Chiefs are always going to be in the Super Bowl picture, no matter what. As long as Patty stays healthy, they will be in the Super Bowl picture. And then Travis Kelsey, that man, is able to say completely different 
beast. That man is entering. He's already in the talk between Gronk versus him for best tight end ever. That man just is always open. He's right. always another he's tough open. argument, man. I don't, I don't understand know. it. I and he and he his personality is awesome. I highly recommend listening out to the New Heights podcast. Him and Jason Kelsey, and that's also the driving factor as well. Kelsey's to be the first brother combo to ever face against each other. So we do have another family Super Bowl narrative of the Kelsey Bowl. So. That is also what I mean. So well, forget about your painful the hardball, though, man. The yeah, hardball as players versus players. That was coaches. That was, that was coaches. coaches. I know those weren't players. Thing, those are coaches. That was coaches. And it's been ten years since. So that will be the driving factor. Ten years later, we have another family rivalry into the Super Bowl. Give me Philadelphia and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. You made a lot of go. very good points right Jeez. there, Christian. Well, Colby, about the Chiefs. It's gonna be a tough out, but I will say yes, Craig. Frank Clark and Chris Jones are amazing, but they also have had them all those other times when Joe Burrow cooked them up, and he still cooked them up. Um, I do agree the Bengals talk way too much, and it is a very, very bad look. Um, and it certainly could very well come back to bite them. The Burrowhead thing was crazy. <laughs> They're doing that after like that was hilarious. It's funny, but like, yeah, it's risky. Um, it's gonna be a thriller. This is this is gonna be some two electric games. I can't wait to watch both these games. I'm just I'm just so tired of this dude wearing a regular outfit and the whole goddamn NFL is like just sucking him off off it. Like it's just it's it's getting really like am I the only one that's getting annoyed by it? like he just regular outfits and everyone's like, oh Joe Burr, he's wearing a bucket hat. Like Oh, Christian. Don't worry. I think that hate will die down a little bit after either A a loss or B, you guys figure out what's going on with Lamar. In your guys' situation, once that thing's all done with Lamar, I think well, you got, then you won't give a damn. You won't care about Joe Burrow. You won't care about anything that happens once you have your guy back. I'm just ready for him to be finally humbled. Like it's just. I mean, he was humbled in the Super Bowl. That's the worst place to lose. That's on the worldwide stage. So I mean, I, I don't disagree with you on the the whole part of wanting him to lose, but. Hey man, what if he does it on the biggest stage again? Then he's going to be entering that conversation. Or it would be it would be great for him to lose on the biggest stage again because then we can try the narrative that he can't win the big game. <laughs> there you go. You see how much more fun that would be for you. <laughs> but then again, I'd rather have Mahomes in there. That's my dude. Uh, I, I'd rather he's way more entertaining. I mean, I love Joe Burrow. He 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 does all the pre pre snap things you want to see, but I, I want to see some action. He's, a, see he's some a Jamar. I want to see some Mahomes. I want to see Kermit the Frog eat some ketchup with his Super Bowl trophy. So he's a Jamar Chase dump off whore. That's it. That's it. That's it. He'll, he'll literally just dump it off to Jamar Chase. Oh, so elite. If the Bengals win the Super Bowl, Christian is not going to be having a good day. <laughs> they won't win the Super Bowl. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to be, I don't know how I'd react to. If I, I don't know how I'd react for Christian, honestly. I also there is part of me, even though I believe in the Bengals, obviously fully. Bengals will Bengals. There is part of me that just can't picture Cincinnati Bengals players holding up the Lombardi Trophy, just like no, man, it won't, it won't happen. Bengals will Bengals. <laughs> you cannot. Well, Colby, you will never take reason, Cincinnati out. <laughs> Colby, you've been a man of reason today. I'd Never really been going with your uh, going with your heart of hearts. You haven't you picked the Bengals, so and you even picked the other team in Phil, in the Pennsylvania. So 
You uh, you really are true, true and through. Going Taking out a reason. Honesty, honest <laughs> analysis. I should start with that then. All right, Christian. So here we go. Conference championship game do list. I'm so disappointed we couldn't go back to back. It came down to the last leg, of, and I I couldn't predict that Josh Allen would shit the bed and just be the worst quarterback on earth and couldn't complete a single competent pass in the snow in Buffalo, which they won't prevent because they won't build a dome stadium. But that's not that's not that's not the point. That's that's not for today. It's not for today. Um, so this do so obviously we have two games, so I have to pick two players in one of the games. Um, but we'll start off with the first game. AJ Brown is very, very due. Um, that man, he wants the ball. And you can see it last game that he was kind of upset that, you know, he dropped the, he didn't drop it, but he, I believe he underran a touchdown play and he also didn't catch one that was off the sideline, I believe. Um, so, A.J. Brown is going to get one this weekend. And then, honestly, with the Chiefs and Bengals, I have to pick two players here. So, Jalen did allude to Jalen did allude to earlier. We are and I will be taking a running back here, and I hope I make the right decision. I'm taking Isaiah Pacheco here. Um, that man, like, he – that one play he had last week where he, he made that big run, I could just hear him just say – for how fast he was going up the dog, he would run it. So I will be taking Isaiah Pacheco on the Chiefs side of things. And then the Bengals, because I don't want to take two from the same team and then just like really just rely on that one team. So on the Bengals side of things, T. Higgins is very due as well. T. Higgins has not gotten a touchdown in, I believe, three or four games. Um, so T. Higgins will, um, I think, get one. Final odds to so that comes out to 1,400. $51, win you $145. Ooh, man, the competition gets harder and harder as the games get lower. Christian still finds a way to make it, make it do list. It's amazing. It's amazing how you do it, man. I think I have like a good, like 45% hit rate this entire season. I've been here. Like I, I hit and like it, it makes up for all it do. So, um, but yeah, oh, yeah. I love it. All right, so I had two little quick exercises for us before we go. Um, obviously, since there's only two games, we've still had a lot of news to get to, though. So just real quick, last thing on the conference championships, I think we could rank the potential Super Bowl matchups. The four There's four possibilities. Rank them in terms of what we would most want to see, what would be the most entertaining. Um, we can either do it all together or everyone can do their own in your head, depending on how quick you can do it. But so just thoughts. Let's just do one together. We'll we'll, we'll kind of make a single list here. What do you think? I guess we'll start from the top. So what would you say would be the most electric Super Bowl matchup out of the four possibilities? I'm gonna go with Chiefs Niners. The isn't that a, a rematch? Yeah, yeah, I was about to say the rematch. I'm gonna go ahead and take the rematch as a number one, or. Uh, I'm trying to debate right now. Probably the Eagles, too, with the Brother Bowl. I, I do like that. I, I do like – because the Kelseys have been everywhere. I'm not trying to take it outside of the Kelseys. You also have, you know, Philadelphia won a Super Bowl recently. And uh, the Chiefs won one recently. So those would be the two. For me, it's Chiefs in the field. 
But if I had to choose one, if I had to choose one, I would say it'd have to be, yeah, it'd probably have to be the 49ers for me. For me, it would be the 49ers. Because I, 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 I am in, I'm all in on the Brock Purdy effect. I would um I would take Philadelphia um Chiefs just because I'm gonna be in Philadelphia that week and so like I, I kinda have to like slightly root for Philadelphia to be in the Super Bowl just to make it a little bit fun, a little bit extra more fun for me that weekend. Um but of course if it's um 49ers Chiefs, that's also electric itself. So it's like a one A, one P for me kind of. Um but with the Chiefs also, um, if it's Eagles Chiefs, it also could be the storyline driven of Indy Reid is in the Super Bowl yeah. against his old team. No, that's another yeah. storyline. I think line. Eagles Chiefs is number one. Yeah. I would vote with Christian to make that a two to one because I think, I to me that would be insane. That would be so electric. I just think also like, see my thing is like, and you're gonna say this is me because I hate Brock Purdy. I don't hate Brock Purdy, but like. I just think the way play is more entertaining and more like, like they're both juggernaut teams. I just think the Eagles are more entertaining to me and because of Jalen Hurts and the way he plays and the weapons that they have and everything. So I would take the Eagles Chiefs one, Bengals Eagles two. I just like think no disrespect to the Niners. I just think the Eagles are more fun and more fun possibilities. Plus, like, you know, Christian, Philadelphia, like they go crazy. That you have a ball. I will say this. If there is a team that I want the Bengals, if the Bengals were to play, the team that I think would be the most entertaining to watch if the Bengals were to win would probably be the Eagles. That would be the team that I would like to see the Bengals play, just personally because of what you just said, Cole, because I don't want to see Brock Purdy versus Joe Burrow. That would be just too much dinking and dunking and then waiting for the big play. I feel like if we had the Eagles there, they would at least make the Bengals do some big plays. So I just I, I have a feeling if it's like Bengals 49ers, I feel like that's just like a 13-10 game. I agree with like, that. Oh, we've been there before <laughs> with the is, Niners. It, is, been there. it just smells under all over that game. <laughs> it just it will it, probably be just like the Patriots Rams. I just have a feeling. And it it just be it would be boring. And the thing I am worried for is that we are kind of due for a boring Super Bowl. Like I, I hate to be that guy. But no, no, what do you mean? <laughs> We had a blowout like two Super Bowls ago. The last one was great. Remember the Chiefs box? That was an awful one. Uh, no, Mahomes was yeah. doing everything he can against yeah, Tom Brady's team. And, it was, and ah. also, it was COVID. It was yeah. COVID, so the stadium wasn't packed and everything. So it was kind of like it's kind of like an asterisk one <laughs> that you can kind of okay, okay, like <laughs> that's true. You know, and also it like. No matter what, like what your opinion is on Brady, like I used to hate Brady for goddamn passion. It was kind of, it was kind of just dope to see like Brady win with another team, like you know, drive that storyline driven. So it it can make exception there, but like that Rams Patriots one was so goddamn awful. <laughs> so it yeah. was bad. No, that was something that I did not want to. I don't want to sit through again. And uh, that's why I hesitated when I said the rematch because I thought the 49ers were responsible for that atrocity. But to be honest with you, it, it just it, I feel like, you know, just by a CSI, for me to say the Bengals and Eagles would be fun, I feel like that just says a little bit more just how the Eagles play. You know, I, I do like that yeah. approach of it, Colby. Because, yeah, I like the Eagles, the way they play, it would definitely be more entertaining to see them in this spotlight moment than – then yeah, then the 49ers. So yeah, and the and the big weakness is with the Eagles that like that has been kind of apparent throughout this the season 
when they lose their interior linemen, like if you know they go out and part of the game, their their the run game against them is uh, extremely effective. That that run defense gets exposed if those D linemen go down. So it's it's a fun. They're fun though. That's the thing. It's it's awesome to see. You know, it's it's the thing these old heads don't understand is that QBs that are a hybrid model are fun. Oh yeah, so that's that's what brings it to it. But old heads don't want to freaking understand that. Like the guy behind you? Yep, just like the guy behind me, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you can't say that. He's the one who invented the mobile offense. Remember Greg Roman? Yeah. <laughs> I gave I gave him his flowers last week. Okay. Yeah, no, he's you did. You yeah, did. No, not, no, that's fine. We don't have to give. At least your team decided yeah. and when to move off a of coordinator. That's the most important thing. That's true. It's a different circumstance. Yes, that is true. Okay, that's <laughs> a fun little exercise. And so then the last thing, unless y'all had anything else, um, it's not really as much of a QB carousel this year because I feel like there's only a handful of guys people would want. But just hypothetically, you got Brady, you got Rodgers, you know you got Carr. I was going to throw Jimmy G in there, even though he looks yeah, right now. I agree with it. But yep. like someone would still take a chance on him. So probably. So those four names, uh, I don't know who you want to do first. I know we kind of talked about Rodgers already. Um, would y'all just say like the best destination that you could realistically see? Crystal ball. Do we have, do we have a list of the teams that are probably going to need a QB like out loud or anything right now? So, well, I could throw out some possible destinations for all the teams for oh, all the guys. So. so what guy you want to start with? You start with Rodgers? No, I know a perfect one to kick us off, guys. You completely missed him. Let's start with Baker. See, like, I don't think 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 Baker's going to come back. Do we think think Baker's uh, going back to the Rams? That's the question. I think think Baker's going back to the Rams. I I think Baker's back with the Rams. I think it's a good scenario for him. I really think it is because Matthew Stafford, I think Matthew's this next year since last year. And if Baker wakes in the rings, man, and, and like fully learn the offense, he'll be ready to go to take over the Rams. So I think the I think the Rams are the best scenario for Baker. Yeah, I don't think I agree. And I also don't think anyone's gonna want him to be their starter, which feels bad because I've always been a Baker believer, but like yeah. how bad the Panthers thing was, even though he had some nice moments with the Rams, like I don't think anyone's gonna want him anyways. So I think he'll be back with the Rams. All right, I got a list right here. All right, Colby. Actually, no, not Colby. Colby, you'll be happy to hear this. Christian, this is going to break your heart. Joe Flacco is an unrestricted free agent. Oh, okay. We can't put so, Joe Flacco, bro. No, we're not leading with Joe Flacco. It's just going from one goat to another. Joe Flacco is an unrestricted free agent, like Damn. another goat, Tom Brady. <laughs> so, sorry, I didn't hey, elite class that. right there. So, Colby. All right, let's start with Tom Brady. Where we where do we all think Tom Brady goes? Obviously, the general sense is Oakland, not Oakland, Vegas. Um, I don't know. I, I I think I think that one's the safer option, and I know everyone's waiting to see how the 49ers fall apart if they do. But I don't know if he even comes back. And this is my thing. I think I heard the interview and everything on the Tom Brady podcast where. His own on his own podcast, you know, the host had the audacity to ask him how he's feeling about free agency, and he just snapped saying, yeah. "I would have done something if I effing knew it." It was it was so, a joke. 
I hope so, but that was such no, a no, good he, answer. He he like meant it he meant it in like a jokey way, but he said it like seriously, and so it was kind of like taken out of context that he was like pissed when he said it. It was he he said it in like a joke. I I I was I dug deeper into that. I was like, did this man like really like need that? But no, apparently the guy that asked him a question was a comedian. So yeah, so it, it's it, it's gonna be very interesting, but. He probably doesn't know right now, and I think there's some truth to that. So I'm gonna say I'm leaning, I'm leaning obvious Raiders, but also a little bit of retirement. Yeah. What about you guys? I just that does that is a really good point. I just can't see like this man really gonna like got a divorce and then just to go to not retire and then just go eight and nine, losing the wild card and then just retire again. Like I don't think he wants to go out like that. He might not have a choice. Like it might just be, it could even be worse. We'll see. But so I don't think he's going to retire, but I could see it because I know he doesn't want to play for the Bucks. So yeah, I know me and Christian have both said the Raiders. I feel like that's the most obvious. It makes the most sense. You know, they want him. I don't think that many people are going to want him. Like the Dolphins, maybe. I was about to say that's my other option. I was going to put Dolphins if they're going to give up on Tua. We'll see. That's a weird situation. I can't fully say the Dolphins just because of that. So I still lean the Raiders. I don't think the Niners want him. Like, why would they want him when they just have Brock Purdy paying him no money? Like, I don't think the Niners want him. Um, I don't know where else he would even go. Tennessee, maybe. But that feels, like, weird. I don't know how great that would even be. Anybody going to Tennessee. Like it's got to be the Raiders, man. <laughs> that feels like – I mean, that seems obvious. But, like, that just feels like it makes the most sense to me. So – Literally, I was I agree with everything Kobe was saying. Like, it, you just can't like go through a divorce, and then and you give up, you retire, go back to football, get a divorce, and then end your season like that. Like, not in like a at least a a dying effort. It was kind of like just like oh god, I just got my team blown out. Like, it's just not. <laughs> it's, I just can't see Brady retire on that. So I think Brady has at least one year that he at least gives it all one more go. And I think it's going to be the Raiders. I mean, it, it makes sense. Like, and the thing is, he's not going to have to know a whole new playbook. Like, it's McDaniel's offense. He already knows that. And then as well, he'll have Devontae Adams. Like, he has a legit good right there. And then Darren Waller possibly as well. That if he, Darren Waller decides to actually meet Darren Waller again um, two years ago because He's been kind of missing since. Um, Hunter Renfo. Hey, you know Brady loves his little <laughs> size average American receivers. So you could make uh, um, Hunter Renfo into the next Wells Welker, Julian Element type hybrid. Um, so I, I think Vegas makes sense. But I did see a video today of uh, Brady um, touring Miami schools for his kids. So we'll just yeah. talk to him. Don't want to move too far away. That's the only thing I heard about, you know, the whole Brady moving to Vegas is that why would he want to move all the way again, you know, across the country? That's so, a good point. So I, I wouldn't cool. blame him if he's looking at, at Miami. And say it, dude, the thing in Miami, dude, how, how do you think Tua feels, dude? Like, like, like every single year this man's been drafted, no one's really like giving him say like something his... fucked up too, Colby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He said, How do you think Tua feels? And me and Jalen are both just like, uh, he's probably like he's probably still seeing Tweety Birds. Probably, yeah, he's probably not be thinking 
too much. Like, like the like, thing is, like this man, every single year he's been in the league, he's always been questioned if someone else is gonna take his spot. And the one year that he does at least like average, solid, you know, good at best, and he gets hurt, and he's right back at where he was. He's not doing Bryce Young any favors in this draft, which we don't have to get into that right now. <laughs> I'll say Bryce that. Young, Bryce Young is shorter than Kyler Murray. I found that out today. So I, I've been, I've been telling Bryce Young sucks. It's wild that people are still up for these uh, short quarterbacks, man. That okay. just... To be fair, Bryce Young is very good. He does not suck. I think he is way too small. Like I – Kobe, you were you were slobbering all over Kyler when he first came out. You were yeah. you thought he was really good. Kyler is a much better. Kyler is fat, way faster than Bryce Young, and he's more stocky. Bryce Young is like slim and small. But Kyler sucks though. Okay, he was sucked this year, but Kyler he was good like last year. Like yeah, I don't know if I'll get. I don't know if I can write off Kyler yet. I'm with you, Cole. Yeah, I, I know he had a bad I'm season. I'm not writing off Kyler yet either. I can't. I have to see what I'm they bring in. Off. I have to see who they bring in. And he's in the NFC. Yeah, he's to, in the NFC elite, you know, he's won the NFC elite. NFC elite. I'm, I'm at I'm at the point where I was with Kyler, where I am right now with Bryce Young, and I'm right. Like I'm like I'm gonna have to keep writing. Kyler's better. Kyler's way more like athletic than Bryce Young, though. Bryce Young is Bryce Young is a very good passer, but he is just very small. Okay, we don't have to. Right. We should move on. Yeah, I was about to say we got um, Aaron Rodgers on the list, Colby, because I think you said it and everything. That's why I wrote his name down. Trade hotspot. He, uh, he's not officially on the carousel. Well, I guess the question here is, do we actually think he's leaving Green Bay finally? Yes or no? Because I'm going to sit here and say, even though I did not too long ago say this whole spiel about how Nathaniel Hackett and all that, we've heard that before this past season about Rodgers leaving. And uh, just like Colby is with uh, my good friend Brock Purdy, I have to wait till I see it, you know? I'm going to wait until I see Aaron Rodgers leave. And I can say that because I actually hate Aaron Rodgers. So, um, Colby, what are your thoughts I on do, uh, Brock Purdy? I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, sorry. I do agree that we – I'm not even going to answer. I do agree that we <laughs> do, do – like, it feels like we've done this three years in a row now with Aaron Rodgers. So, like, there, there is, yes, a very large part of me that's like, damn, it might just be right back on the Packers. But – I don't know. Like, I kind of feel like the Packers are more, it's more from their end now that they're kind of like done with it because it's a bad year. And like, they're like, let's just rebuild and rock with Jordan Love. So it does feel a little more likely this year, but I don't know if it will actually happen. If it is, though, we don't have to go too much into it because we talked earlier, but I think the Jets would be by far the go to spot. Like, maybe Tennessee is the other one, but like, where are the Raiders? But cap wise, like, I feel like. The Jets makes the most sense by far. Yeah, he's like I said, New York makes that sense. I think it's just best for everyone to move on. It's just it's gotten to that point. And yeah. if they stay if he stays in Green Bay, it's literally just gonna be a repeat of what we know about the Packers. Get to the playoffs and then lose. Simple as that. Yeah. All right. And then do we want to do Derek Carr? We basically did him earlier, unless you want to include the whole league and not just the NFC South. Um, I, I I still don't know where I would put Derek Carr, to be honest. I don't think he would – I mean, I I, mean, I I like the thought of him going to the New Orleans Saints, but he does truly have options, yeah. So The whole NFC South, maybe he goes to the Jets. They don't get Rodgers. You got the Commanders still out there as well. The Raiders, if they're trading him, they'll probably want him to go to the NFC. But he's a no-trade clause. He might end up just being cut like – 
don't know. I I still say the Panthers. I think I like because I, I just like if I'm Derek Carr, I want to go to the NFC South. Like after what I've been dealing with the last like few years, having to deal with Mahomes, Herbert, and like the once proud Broncos, like I would be trying to go to the NFC South. <laughs> Like these say players don't think about that, but like that's gotta be something you consider. So I still will say the Panthers. I or the Commanders. The Commanders would also be dope because they do have weapons and a defense. But I'll say the Panthers. Mm, Saints. I just I it just makes sense of just another fail year for the Saints to have in their car. Get to my seven and nine record. So yeah, <laughs> again, again, <laughs> almost again. <laughs> it's, 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 I feel like just nothing's gonna change with Derek Carr unless like some miraculously change in what he does. I think it's just gonna be the same story. I'm gonna go. I see. I want to. Ch- I'm with you guys. I want to take it out of the NFC South, but since you guys took an NFC South team, I'm gonna stay with that trend. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay. I think they're gonna be very desperate once Tom Brady leaves, and I think they're gonna just be like, you know what? Screw it. We'll just do the. We'll just take them. We'll just have to take the swap. Essentially, you know, we'll do a little. Even though it's not gonna be a real swap, but I think uh, I think Tampa Bay they're gonna be desperate, and especially if Tom Brady leaves, it's gonna be a huge power vacuum. And you're thinking Kyle Trask is gonna be the guy for that. Might as well throw a veteran into the mix and see what saying, happens. Dude, so. dude, Kyle Trask might be the truth, man. We're forgetting about that. <laughs> no, no. I'm Kyle, Trask, Kyle Trask believer. Kyle Trask may be the future. Was or, or, that last year. or I'll throw it out there. James Winston makes a return back to Tampa Bay. That would be all time. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be hip to that. No, nah, I think James Winston has, has probably blown his chance. I think he's probably done. Well, speaking of blowing chances, what about Jimmy G, guys? Where yeah. do you think Jimmy G's going to end up going? So, yeah, last name we have on the carousel. I mean, I also just kind of stick to, like, NFC South range. Because I didn't, honestly, with how bad Jimmy G looks out of all this party stuff, like, I'm the commanders. Like, if I don't get car, yeah. like, yeah. I don't even know. But I was going to say, I don't even know if I would go with Jimmy G or just, like, go Sam Howell. Like, they might just rock it with Sam Howell next year. Like I think they are. I think they did announce right? that Sam like, Howell is gonna Yeah. So I don't know if they'll actually do that or not, but like so I think Jimmy G probably ends up in the NFC South. I lean between Tampa and New Orleans. I'll say Tampa. They're like, you know what? This guy he learned some stuff from Tom Brady. Maybe he can uh keep the trend going. It'll be much uglier. Uh I'll say Tampa for Jimmy G. I think somewhere in the NFC South, just because I think that's where the openings will be. See, I think since Roger stays, I think this is where Jimmy G goes reunites with a fellow 49ers staff member. And I think he will go to the New York Jets. Or, since we did give a little shade of it, he could also get a little fun over in Miami. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Miami thing is a one in 1,000. But I do think the New York Jets one is more realistic, and I would be more behind as a fan as well. Just because Jimmy G, I think, knows how to handle handle the weapons. And uh, even though, yeah, the numbers aren't great, but it is consistent play. And he does literally the simple things that Salah has been begging Zach Wilson to do. So for me, I'm going to say New York Jets. 
This one's a toughie. This one's a toughie. But you know what? I'm going to get wild right now. Jimmy G is going to stay in San Francisco. What? Trey Lance will get traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, let's get wild, Val. That's some wild accusations right now. But, there you go. But Trey Kobe would cry. Jimmy stays. Colby, you would cry. You would you would hate to see Trey Lance go into a spot. I, mean, I don't like think that. they're gonna get rid of Trey Lance over Jimmy. They might get rid of both of them. That is possible. If they're just like fully sold to like Brock Purdy is the guy, then like, yeah, they will move Trey Lance. Like Trey Lance Dude. has value. Like you kidding? Some of these I find it. Like, I, I, take a chance. I find it hilarious that like everyone's forgot about Trey Lance. <laughs> like, like screwed his guy. He played one bet really bad game in the rain and then he broke Colby his hasn't leg. Forgot about him. I haven't forgotten. Him. Everyone forgot about him. <laughs> Look, he will start Except Colby. Except Colby. Colby has been constantly preaching about Trey Lance's return for next season. Already since I ever since he mean. went down. He's already been like, You Fair can't well. forget about Trey Lance. He ain't going nowhere. Why would they trade Trey Lance when they traded up so many picks for him? This dude has only played how many snaps, how many games in in the years past? So he, he's got some work to do, Cole. Especially when he has Mr. I'm they might trade him for Purdy. I'm just I'm like they might rock with Purdy. I wouldn't have anything a problem with that. But I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. I'm, just saying like I'm just saying Trey Lance, like, if they do do that, someone will trade for him. Like, are you kidding me? Look at some of these teams out here. Andy Dalton. That's all I have to say. The war crime that was all those Andy Dalton starts. Like, you're telling me that someone will take a chance on Trey Lance? Like, Trey Lance will have value, like, if they do trade him. I don't disagree with that, Colby. But... Anyways. <sighs> so that was a good well, segment. Yeah, that was a good segment. All right. Um, as we are wrapping it up, folks, it's our favorite. It is the most, our favorite consistent segment. Final thoughts. Colby, kick us off with some final thoughts, man. You did good on these segments today. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Final thoughts. Oof. Well, you know, we talk so much football, so I'll take it back to basketball. Um, I'm very, very intrigued by this whole who's going to get Webb and Yama tank race. The teams are not the prettiest. But I do just really want to see where he's going to end up. I'm kind of hoping for Orlando. I feel like that would kind of be really cool with the players they have. Or Detroit, because I still believe in Cade, even though he's out for the year. But the Webanyama tank race, some other teams are going to join the mix after the deadline, I think. Um, It's fun. It's very intriguing. It's a big storyline. Christian, final thoughts? Yeah, so um, to start it off with football itself, Ravens offensive coordinator search is underway. Very excited. We have interviewed probably a good like ten people already, all young dudes, and that's what I want. I either, but that's not also what that's not fully what I want. I also wouldn't mind, you know, so Brian Leftwich. I wouldn't. I wouldn't really mind that too much, but. With the young gurus, though, I kind I would love for that to kind of have like that pro style offense that Lamar had during Louisville, where he just he's able to run on his legs, but he's also able to let loose with his arm, and that's the thing that's kind of limited this year. Like we didn't have that much downfield plays, 
And also, DeAndre Hopkins will be a Baltimore Raven. I'm telling you all right now, DeAndre Hopkins. I saw that rumor will, as well. He will be a Baltimore Raven. I'm I'm I I'm so confident right now. Like because Baltimore needs to do something. They need they need to get a wide receiver. They need to make something move. DeAndre Hopkins is the best wide receiver that's probably going to be on the market looking to make a move. So we're going to have to do something. I don't care. We're going we're going to get well, DeAndre Hopkins some way or another. So with DeAndre Hopkins, Rashad Bateman, Devin Duvernay, and then with our draft pick, if we still have it, we don't give it up for DeAndre Hopkins. We pick Jackson Smith and Jimba from Ohio State, JSN. So get your wide receiver core for Lamar to have there. Lamar's also having his pick within this offensive coordinator. It's like I've been I've been preaching it all season. I haven't been worried that Lamar is going to leave. Lamar's staying. Like I'm. I have never had a slight bit of like, oh, he's gonna leave. No, he's staying. He one thousand. He is Baltimore. The man has Raven wings tattooed on his chest. He's not leaving. But that is um, so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so um, but then as well, another final thought. Um, I just received a notification. Chet Holmgren received All Star votes. Four players voted the Thunder rookie as an All Star, despite <laughs> not playing a single game this season. That's why so. the All Star voting is so stupid. Like, <laughs> it should literally just be like either like the media or like the coaches or something. Like the fan voting is stupid because people just vote for Austin Reeves and Chet Holmgren. And this was players. That's players. That's hilarious. Players. Had to be his teammates, right? Like that. <laughs> Had to be, yeah. So that is my final well, thought. My, my final thought, tallying off of Colby roasting the fans, fans voting. Um, <clears throat> my final thought is a little bit of a two bit again. It's going to be Donovan Mitchell. I, I do love the fact that he got the All Star starter vote. Um, he definitely deserves it, and I really, really hope that he finds a way to get the Cavaliers out of that LeBron sh- playoff shadow that he was uh, talking about. It was really, really cool to hear him. Uh, express how he felt about going into the all-star break especially if you think about it last time he was an all-star it was when he was on the jazz and the all-star games are at utah so for him to be an all-star starter at clean from cleveland to go back to utah i thought that was pretty dope and then of course i wanted to take it across the pond and give my guy my spurs some uh, support but they're playing against holland so i'm already conflicted so i'm gonna go ahead and support the man that I have his jersey on right now. Mahomes, ankle watch is going to be the most anticipating thing that we're going to be watching for the rest of this week. And uh, I'm all for it. I'm all for the ride. And these games are going to be uh, these games are going to be electric from what we've been talking about. That's some good stuff. Woo! Thank you for listening to the CJJC Show. If you want more content, follow us on Instagram where we post weekly pickums and other social media whenever that happens. Also, keep a lookout for our Pick'ems list so you can join in on the takes and all the fun. Peace out.